Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on.
come on, put your hands together and get up on your feet. I once heard somebody say that favor ain't fair, but I come to let you know, yes it is. Do I have anybody with favor out there today? If you know you got favor, come on and bless the Lord with me. Come on, Tanya.
Good afternoon, everyone. This is Sister Ethel Carr, and I'd like to thank Minister Maureen Weiss. God bless you and your family. I also thank God for my pastor, Pastor James Carr, and the Redeeming Life Ministries Church family. You know, I think about today when I think over just the goodness of God and all that he has done, it just makes you want to testify. And that's what I'd like to do, just tell of the goodness of God. And even, you know, those of us who know the Lord, that really know his character and have experienced his goodness and trust him and actively seek him, the one true God, we have a powerful defense, a strong tower. He fights for us. Because oppression comes in many shapes and many sizes, but the Lord, he hears. He also hears, you know, those that are held captive, many of us by violence, injustice, and even sin. But we must call on him in faith, trust, and true repentance. And we need to remember to boldly proclaim the God that we know and trust. So that our hope even will possibly become the hope of the world. That's what we're praying and looking for. That's why we testify. And when we think about it, you know, or you think about it, we think about things. What wonders have God worked in your life? Or or do we just grow tired of just, you know, telling our story, telling the story of what God has done? Because I can remember you know, when I look back over my life, you know, and where the Lord has brought me from, I don't want to ever forget. I don't want to ever forget where the Lord brought me from. You know, and I can remember I wasn't raised in a Christian home, but yet he found me and he saved me. Revelations 12 and 11 says, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And by the words of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto the death. Our testimony is powerful. A believer's testimony, it helps assist in conquering the enemy. You know, being thankful, that praise unto God is a weapon against the enemy. Glory to God. And we love not our lives. You know, we lost our lives. We're losing our lives that we may gain our lives again. Amen. And so I thank God because he just keeps on blessing me. And I just want to share that one one uh one night I had a dream. And I dream and you know and you know my husband and I were young in our marriage, very young in our marriage. And I and I dreamed that uh my husband and I got in a a car and it was a convertible, the top was down. It was a vintage type car like in the 50s. Or, or so, and so, and it was all white, mm-hmm. praise God, and so, you know, when, when, when we both got in the car, uh, in the back was a friend, a friend of mine, that when I was, before I got married, she spent much time, you know, talking to me about the things of God, and she would pray and fast with me, and she was sitting in the back seat, and we were in the front seat, and he my husband grabbed the steering wheel, and I grabbed the steering wheel too. I was holding on of the steering, holding to the steering wheel with him. And 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 uh, when we were in the front seat, we were naked. 
And in the back seat, my friend, she was fully clothed. So, you know, and I didn't understand that dream when I, you know, I, I really didn't understand because what, what really had me focused, I was focused on the fact that we were naked, you know. And, and so when I told the dream to the, our pastor, you know, uh, uh, he was a, a powerful man of God. He's home with the Lord now. But he, he, you know, when I told it to him, I didn't tell him about the part we were naked because I couldn't explain that part. I didn't understand it. And so after I told the dream, my husband said, honey, you didn't tell the whole dream. And then he said that we were in the front seat naked, and I'm trying to tell the pastor how can I tell him this or whatever, and I didn't understand it. So later on he told me, he was so wise, he said what that meant. It came from, you know, in Hebrews, and the scripture tells us in Hebrews, praise God, the fourth chapter and the 13th verse, it says, neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto him, uh, of him of whom we have to do. And so that's what the pastor said. He said that just meant that God see everything, that everything is open, you know, before him. And so I thank God for that because I had a habit of sometimes I wouldn't tell that part of the dream I didn't understand. So I couldn't explain that, so I wouldn't tell him that part. But thank God for the wisdom that he gave my husband and for the pastor. But later on, God gave me the understanding of that dream and the part that I, you know, wasn't even focused on was the part that I, my husband was holding on, had the steering wheel. He was in his place, and I was scooted close to him, and I was holding on to the steering wheel. Uh uh, uh, the what the Lord was showing me or whatever, and then in a few minutes, you know, I was holding on to the wheel. Then I, I let go of the wheel and got over in my in my spot, you know, uh, in the car. And uh, and the Lord was showing me. He talked to me and showed me later that what that was meaning was that He was saying I I didn't need to help my husband, you know, drive that car. I didn't need to help my husband, you know, but uh, as it relates to in life trying to navigate. Because as women, we want to feel secure. We want to know that the man of God, that he's praying and seeking the Lord and knowing the direction that God is taking him in. And so the Lord was telling me that I didn't need to help him because he had given him everything that he needed to lead our family, to lead, you know, the way that God was going to take him. Praise God. And so I was comforted by that. And I thank God because by us being young, there's so many things we experienced and went through and different things. The Lord has helped me to see that he has given him the wisdom and direction. And even when he started pastoring, praise God. I thank God because the Lord knows the direction he was going to take him, you know. And so when he started that way, you know, I think about it. I said, God, I, I, you know, so if he's going to pastor, then what that, you so that means I got to stand right there and stand in my place. But I felt like I was so unworthy. I felt like I just didn't have what I needed to be that person. You know, like to to be, you know, what you would call like a first lady. But you know, I learned as the time go on. I said, God, it's not about what I look like, what I think, but God, as long as I do the work, God help me to complete the work. See, and a lot of times we wear different hats. I don't want to be, you know, seen or that you know my name. But the point of it is, is that God, if I can just complete the work that you've given me to do, you know, that's what matters most to me, and standing beside that man or whatever as a helpmate and, and to see the work of God being done 
as he has called us to do. And I thank him for that. You know, I thank him because, you know, he knows the way. And so God will let us dream things many times because he will give us instructions. And so, and, and that's the testimony that I'm giving how God will let me lay down and dream something. And then he later on will give the man of God the portion of the dream I needed to know. And then also the second portion of the dream, he, he gave me understanding of what he was saying to me. And so I praise him for that. And he, I can remember even with uh, just doing our Sunday school hour, you know, uh, um, uh, in church or whatever, and how it talked about being a thankful person. You know, a thankful person, it was saying the Sunday school material says a thankful individual. That's a person, you know, whatever, that's always mindful of the good things that God provides daily. But when you're not grateful or you are hindered in being able to recall God's faithfulness, how faithful he is, you get to, we tend to get caught up in our busy lives, and we don't even try to consider where does the role of gratitude, you know, even play in our lives. Where, where do we position it at? Because we forgot about the good things of God. But Deuteronomy 8 and 18 says, remember the Lord. Psalms 103 yeah, I love the Psalms. I love the entire Bible, but just Psalms, the way that they talk about the goodness of God. You know, it says in Psalms 103 and 2, forget not all his benefits, who who he who forgiveth all my iniquities, who healeth all my diseases, you know, who, you know, oh, crowns my head with loving kindness, you know, and restores my youth, and just various things like that. I don't, I don't have the scripture before me, but I know what part, portions of it is said. So we have to remember, and remember that thinking will be followed by thanking. When you thank God, you know, why you still have an opportunity, why you have a chance to tell of his goodness, we want to tell of what God has done. And, you know, as I end up or whatever for Christians, the most important reason for thanking God is because of our redemption in Christ. He has redeemed us. And so we don't, you know, we don't want to ever, you know, uh, uh, you can never praise God too much. We don't want to forget about praising because you can never praise God too much. You can't. And so that's what I wanted to say. Testify and tell of the goodness of God. Why you got an opportunity, tell it whenever you can. Talk of his goodness as you walk in the way because this dark, broken world that we live in, it needs hope. It needs help. And the only help we have is in Jesus. So I want to thank you for uh, listening and taking out the time to listen to the words that I have to say. God bless you is our prayer. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Thank God for that testimony. It is so true that what she said, when you think about what God has done for you, my soul cries out hallelujah. I mean, because I know there were many times that I faced death and and death was in my face. And I'm like, Lord, thank you because he kept me. He delivered me. He saved me. He protected me in many things. And I know that many of you out there, God has kept you and protected you. You may have been getting robbed. You you might have been uh, sick. You know, you may have uh, been delivered from drugs, alcoholism. Whatever the case may be, God 
has protected you, and you have a testimony. You know, it's not just for protection. You know, he's provided for some of you. You may not have one of those dynamic overcoming testimonies you used to be in the world and you used to be, you know, this and used to be that and God has made you different, but you've got a testimony. God wants you to be a living testimony. Thank you, Sister Ethel. I enjoy so much your uh, message on today and let's believe God that someone else has been encouraged that they will want to share their testimony with someone else.
situation around. Praise God. I like that song. So let's go. Working for Jesus.
Amen. We working for Jesus. Yes, we are. But some of us, we're working for Jesus, and we're getting the same results. You know, they say it's insanity to keep doing the same thing and get the same results. So maybe you want to stop, take time to read the word, because the word is edifying. The word gives you an insight. The word gives you strength that you need to build on your life and on the foundations of everything that is built on. The word of God is so, let's keep working for Jesus, people. Now, I want to give a shout out to my cousin Tracy in California. Hey, I see you there. And my cousin Jeffrey, hey, Arlington Heights in the house. And all of you in California, Texas and and the Illinois people, I want to thank you for listening to the show. Let's continue going on. Let's ask God to make us better. You know, I want to be better. I don't want to just be average. I want God to find me doing my work and saying, well done. You've done a great job. So ask the Lord to please make you better. Make me better. 
under the fierce, just wrath of God because of their vile wickedness. Someone had to drink down that wrath. Jesus Christ on that tree bore the guilt of his people and stood in their law place. Light came crushing down on the head of his only begotten son. Yo, we're born in the sin. Yo, we're born. Look at a baby precious and innocent. The devil takes your potential and kill it quick. Kill it quick. It's hard to comprehend. How could I escape this? How? I had enough. I can't
Will you be ready when Jesus comes? Are you preparing daily for his coming? Because he may not come for the rapture for you because he may just come for you individually. So get yourselves together and ask him to break every chain. Don't need no pistol. 
pistols No weapon is the epistle Holy scriptures can hit you, convict you and then refix you A bullet at the edge of your best, your chest and exit out your back Ain't got nothing on, he who the dog in the grave and can bless you wherever you at No, a pilot that cushion the gallon in the hand, he got nothing compared to a thief So how did you feel you would never come down when you know they hit look and relief Yes, yes Power in the name of Jesus So today I'm a cry out of pain Yeah, the power in the name of Jesus The power to break every chain The power in the name of Jesus So today I'm a cry out of pain Yeah, the power in the name of Jesus The power to break every chain